They say, hey, they say Bill got about, he got about six, seven of them things. Kendrick Bourne acting a fool, having fun, trying to recruit DeAndre Hopkins to the New England Patriots. 1023, Gresh and Andy Hart in for Christian. Hart's here today and tomorrow, so he will not be a guest at 1220 unless we have a facsimile Andy Hart who will join us. AI. What uh, about AI? A- AI Hart, there we I go. I should be able to interview myself. Ooh, that would actually be something. Hey, listen, pretty soon, you know, Fitzy's got some vacation time. Pretty soon, the, that'll be a Six Rings and uh, Breaking Boston podcast. You'll be talking heart to yourself. To heart. That would be amazing. See, how has Ken Laird not thought of that already and done AI Andy Hart talking to the real Andy Hart? But I bet you is, I'd get mad ooh. at me. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> you yelling at yourself? That would be great. Um, Kendrick Bourne doing more recruiting online. He, he is a fun guy. Of course, you never would have known it last year. I think last year was probably the most miserable football year that Kendrick Bourne might have had roaming earth. Uh, but I have noticed, and I was uh, looking at your Twitter, at oh. Jumbo Hart, Uh-oh. looking at yours, because I know that there was one tweet a while back where it was, wow, look how Jack Kendrick Bourne is. And you were like, yeah. And then there was another one where I thought you were contradicting the way Bourne looked or whatever. Where are you on this transformation of Kendrick Bourne and how he's working on his body before we even get into D-Hop. So I I think he looks like he's in good shape. I think he looks like he might be a little stronger, a little thicker. That's fine, as he should be. I think the contradiction you are bringing to our attention is when Fitzy wrote, is it me or does does Bourne look bigger and faster? And I said it's you. Because I actually thought in the the video that accompanied said tweet, Bourne looked a little um, awkward running. And that's not a good thing. If he added size and weight at the cost of fluidity and quickness, bad news. That's not who he is. He's not a 50-50 jump ball possession receiver. He's supposed to be your playmaker. He's supposed to be running option routes. He's He's the explosion guy. Yeah. And and I don't know that that's the case because I thought he looked pretty good this summer. But in this video, I just didn't see what fit, you know, Fitzy Patriot Rosy sunglasses was seeing. Of course, and world I, needs lovers too. A number of people backed me up. Your boy Mike Giardi also said it well, was just Fitzy. That also, oh well, that would confirm that Fitzy might be right if Giardi is against it. Oh wow, calling out Giardi. I mean, oh, already? A, I haven't gotten a mean text from him in four days. He's on vacation. He's in your land, I think. Bermuda. Oh, he is in Bermuda. Isn't that, isn't that where you like to go? Oh, yeah. Well, as long as, as, long as my in-laws are paying for it, we're right. going there. I believe he's yeah. in Bermuda, yes. So, oh, uh, look at that. I'll have to uh, I'll have to razz him up. But, okay, now I understand the context. So it was Bigger, more... sure, but I don't know that he looks any quicker. And I'm also not a fan of any of these effing March through August or, or July videos of NFL players running by themselves. Here we go. Did you see the Ezekiel Elliott one this week? Running I did, garbage yes. can- Whoa, Zeke looks quick. They're garbage cans. I would look quick against garbage cans. You would look quick against garbage cans. I don't know about that. I'd probably hurt my back. Okay, maybe but not, then but, again, but uh, but uh, well, see, did we this learn is nothing? The Andy Hart that I expect. Remember Muhammad Sanu? What was that? Three years ago now, or whatever? Yeah. When he all these videos and he was running up hills and everybody's like, "Oh, Sanu, year two is going to be." How'd that work out? 
Guys running on hills at high school fields in garbage cans. Any of this crap at the local park is meaningless. I don't want to see these videos. They are stupid. Sanu never really recovered from that Achilles tear. Like, that was Sanu it. Sanu never he recovered from anything. He never recovered from his arrival here when he said, not only am I the, the squeeze, but I'm the juice, too, or whatever the hell he's tried to hype himself oh, up as. Oh, he went with a berry juice uh, sort of deal. So, uh, Kendrick for- Bourne, just so you know. Oh, there's the video. Yep. Thought he looked a little awkward. Uh... I, I'm taking the over. I think he's going to have a good year. I think he's going to have a good year. Well, all the numbers are going to be so sort of depressed, let's call it, yeah. in terms of the, the lines. And him. Forget the numbers. He was depressed. Yeah, oh, His yeah. numbers were depressed. Good good call. Now he's going to be happy. Now he's going to have a knowledgeable, what was the word he kept using? Confident. He knows what he's doing. Confident yeah, yeah. when he was Com- talking about Bill knows O'Brien. Knows what he's doing. Yeah, and then there you go. Curran was like, uh, should we take that as a comparison to last year? And he basically said, take it however you want. Yeah, right. Bud. Yeah. Um, so he, I, I'm going to take the over. I think he's I think he's going to be their best receiver. Forget unless wow. D-Hop arrives. Okay. D-Hop arrives, maybe that change. I think Kendrick Bourne will be their best receiver, their most reliable, best playmaker. The, the thing I took away more than anything this spring, one of the practices ended, and I may have said this to you, repetitive, radio, July, vacation, you know. Everybody doesn't listen all the time. So new audience, they, they've they taken to this thing where they look like a Pop Warner team and they get in this massive circle at the end of practice. Uh-huh. Everybody in a big circle. And they do like, ah, oh, stretch your groins and do different things. And the coaches all walk around at that time. During that time period, Kendrick Bourne and Bill Belichick yucked it up for like five minutes. Very demonstrative, hands waving, ah! Like in a Vrabel Belichick type play? Or in a Bourne year one. Bourne had a little bit of that year one Mm -hmm. pre-Matt Patricia. Didn't have it year two with Matt Patricia. But him having that back with Bill Belichick tells me, well, at least not in a doghouse, not in like his own little world. Because remember people are like, oh, he threw a punch in a practice. He'll never play for Bill again. And this, They were yucking it up. I think that's the best sign I've seen. I know we're going to get to D-Hop and the team that he kind of pegged the finger towards. But it's interesting that you say that because there is the thought that Belichick is rigid, inflexible, and there are times where he is that way. There's no question. Holds a grudge. But it is interesting that everybody makes a big deal that Mac yelled at a guy that everybody said was not qualified for the job, but Mac is the devil for yelling at him. You bring up the stuff with Kendrick Bourne. And it feels like Bill Belichick has just erased the whiteboard of all of that stuff. In a way, I wonder if Bill will never apologize. I'm not going to go that far. But in the world that he controls, I wonder if that's the closest thing that guys like Bourne and Mac Jones and other people on that offense who were like, what in the F are we doing here, Belichick? That I wonder if that's his kind of way of... Not apologizing, but it's the that's water under the bridge. I accept my part of it. Let's go win yeah, type. We're thing. good. Yeah, like just my like. I'm yeah. never gonna say it, but you know, and I know, we both know. I effed up. Yep. And I then effed up a year ago. Hey, don't bring it up. Let's move forward. We're good. Right. We're moving on. We're not looking back. And you know, Mark McGuire. I'm not here to talk about the past. There we go. Moving forward, baby. And I know that has been a mantra with Bill, but he has gone to the past before. And, you know, the reference of the, you know, why should people believe in you? Well, the 25 years of success, basically, blah, blah, blah. And it is interesting that there is the thought of he'll never go back to him now. And it's more of the, all right, boys. It's 2023. Here we go. And Bill O'Brien said it. Remember, he said clean slate. I think his first media availability. His very first one. You're exactly right. So Kendrick Bourne, I think, has a clean slate. Now we'll find out if 
He's quick and fast and strong and ready to take that leap. A couple years ago, everybody thought he was Debo Jr., right? He was going to be the Patriots version of Debo. And I do think they're going to use him in some of those ways this year. Well, I think, again, now we have a guy who is uh, qualified to run the offense, not the dude running the Gravitron at the county fair at your uh, local uh, Walmart parking lot. 617-779-7937. Poor Matt Patricia. No, I know. He ain't poor. I can tell you that. I didn't mean it with financial. Oh, you mean like uh, his feelers? I mean. He'll be okay, I'm sure. Scapegoat. You got to have a fall guy. Bill had a fall guy. He did. I'm not sure Matt Patricia knew he was the fall guy, but Matt Patricia was Bill's Chris Carter fall guy. I wonder if Matt Patricia ever does go on to get another head coaching job and even have a modicum of success. Does he look fondly back on that, or is it like, yeah, I got a, I got, I got taken advantage of by Bill type thing? Uh, I how could he look back fondly? He may accept it, and you know, you know, distance and time heals all wounds. What about but- if BB is no longer on Earth to hear it? Does does some of the real Matt Patricia come out on the? Yeah, you put me in a spot that I was no. unqualified. For. He will. I don't think he'll burn that Never. bridge. But I also don't think he'll ever look back and be like, "Oh, that was fun. That was okay." The entire world of football called me a boob for a year. Yeah, and yeah, me that's for right. Everything. Well, he was used to that. I mean, he was the coach of the Lions, so... He does have even the greatest own, play in football history on he his does. resume. He also told a media member to sit up straight. <laughs> there is that, too. And some of that is not Bill's fault. What's oh, Last no, 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 year, no, no, Bill's no. fault. Last Detroit, year, Bill's Matt's right. fault. Detroit, all on Matt, no question. I think I got probably one of the biggest plays in the fourth quarter in the history of the NFL, where I think I did a pretty good job. And got one of the biggest somethings in the NFL. We know that. That's a clown question. I mean, a clown answer, bro. Yeah, that that was that matches that shirt you wore. Getting yeah, off the plane that was. Super oh my god! Did you see the one with clown. him with the nose on? Oh, yes. it's fantastic. So uh, DeAndre Hopkins online reacted to someone who was saying, "Well, if D Hop wants to ring Chase and play for no money, Buffalo's waiting for him." And D Hop basically tweeted two bulls and two poop emojis at the thought of being a ring chaser and sort of taking less money to do so. Are you surprised that Hopkins reacted the way he did to that? Okay, so what is our um, accepted interpretation of two bulls and two piles of poop? Uh, That would be bull schnickens. Yeah, but which part of it? Like... Is the offer out there? Is he like? Is he not going to them? I think it's more the. I took it as the ring chasing thing because so I ain't an, ring chasing because there's an automatic assumption that if you're chasing a ring, you're then selling your you're you're then undercutting your own value because you're putting the ring before the money. And I think Hopkins is still trying to preserve the ability to maybe get both. I, Maybe. I, I think he still is holding out hope that opportunity will come, that right. he could get both, and I think that's smart if I'm him. If I want to just settle for the best contract that's out there, you can do that pretty much any time, mm-hmm. right? You'll, there'll be a contract somewhere, somehow. The Giardi had told us weeks and weeks ago that his understanding of the timetable of events was D-Hop had agreed to a trade to, lower, to pull a Randy Moss, adjust his salary, go to the Chiefs, and join Patrick Mahomes and chase a ring. And then the OBJ contract happened and it blew up the whole thing. He reacted to that and that affected his view of finances and value and how the bleep is that guy who's hurt and can't hold my jock getting that kind of money. And that changed everything. But I I don't know. I I think he should ring chase. Like that's just me from afar. Mm -hmm. I, I 
think individuals. The only thing he doesn't have on the resume. Right. He's going to the Hall of Fame. And I think individuals have every right to do what they want. Mm-hmm. I haven't done the sport, spot track. I don't know what he's made over the course of his career. About 115 mil. Feels like enough to live on. I would think so. Feels like even generational money if well, you take care of it properly. And he's a Texas guy, so probably hasn't been whacked in taxes. Arizona's rate is very, very low. And we know that he's done well, not only for himself, but takes care of his family, his mom, that story, all that kind of stuff. So I personally would probably say, you know what I'd like to really do? A, go play with Patrick Mahomes because that seems like that would be fun. Mm -hmm. Andy Reid, fun. So the best quarterback and the best offensive coach are available and they want me, and all I have to do is agree to join them on a limited contract. I would do that. But if he doesn't want to do that, I do not begrudge him. Go get the most money you can. Mm -hmm. This is capitalism. This is professional sports. So – um, what's it, that? That is a hundred and eleven point five million total. Seems for like enough D-Hop. to live on. I mean, he's got some dough. There's yeah. no question. And I'm with you. If he doesn't want to lower his value, because I'm sure he's looking at it and saying, "Yeah, I'm going to go to Kansas City for a million and a half, and I'm going to catch a hundred balls." Beside Kelsey, who's going to catch a hundred balls because you know D Hop's going to think I'm better than Kadarius Tony. You know right. they're going to throw the ball to me in a big spot before they throw it to him, and he's thinking he's more of a Kelsey type. I think I also he's don't th- trying to hold on to as much price point as he can because Hopkins and others vastly misread the market in terms of. D Hop just oh you're oh you're free and available right well here's forty five million over three years and over half of it guaranteed and he and his people misread this market too I also think I could interpret it another way in that there has been a tie between ring chasing and the Buffalo Bills interesting and um, that excuse was me a, have the Bills ever won a ring and you know is what? Josh Allen or Sean McDermott a surefire and that's ring a part leader? of it too no the ring leaders are in Kansas City you can mm-hmm. tell me they are the new age. Belichick and Brady. Oh wait, the Rams aren't good anymore. They don't. It's not ring. They have a ring, but they're oh. not ring chases. Oh, okay. All so right. I just wondered. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid have been in the AFC title game five straight years. I believe it is yep, now, right around there. Yeah. So that's a ring chaser. Yeah. Their season begins in the last week of January. Mm-hmm. So if Kansas City has a standing offer for me, that's ring chasing. I could interpret it as Buffalo. That's BS. They're, that's not a ring. I'm team. gonna put you over the I hump. Might. Right. But what what if I do my job, but the other idiot receiver has a hissy Meltdown. fit at some point in November, December, and January? Or what if the quarterback, who's good, I like Josh Allen, what if he has a brain fart game? Because Patrick Mahomes doesn't really have brain fart games. He's going down that Brady road. I can trust. What if the head coach, who every once in a while seems to get red in the face and loses crap on the sideline to some degree? Andy Reid. I know people like to mock him for his time management, but Andy Reid is a great coach. Mm-hmm. I think the argument can be made that he's the greatest of his generation, but Belichick here in New England has something to say about that. But the way if Andy, Andy Reid is second to Belichick, that's still, you're going to the Hall of Fame. You're okay. And he has some uh, aspects of his resume that Bill doesn't. Mm-hmm. Multiple quarterbacks, multiple teams, multiple cities, different conferences. Like He's been there, done that in a lot of different ways. That's ring chasing. So if I'm D-Hop, I would sign with Kansas City tomorrow, or I would wait this out, one or the other. Kansas City with Mahomes, that's ring chasing, or wait it out and just cross my fingers. No offense to all my fraternal wide receivers, but I'm rooting for one of y'all to blow your ACL so I can make 20 million bucks this year. Now, it's interesting that Kansas City has come up because yesterday on the Rich Eisen show, uh, Jeff Darlington of ESPN rolled out 
what was, it felt like an educated hypothetical that I think puts everyone in the, the New England Patriots organization who's thinking about D-Hop on notice or gives you something to think of. Here is Darlington with Eisen yesterday. This is not me reporting this or anything. This is me just like saying, what would it take to get another suitor? You know, say, say the Chiefs get a long-term deal done with Chris Jones. Right now, the Chiefs don't have the money. They get a deal done with him. All of a sudden, that frees up $10, $15 million in salary cap space. Do they then become interested in the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes as well? I mean, that would obviously be a pretty massive, massive situation. So I think if you're DeAndre, you're sitting there saying, I'm not going to sign with these two teams until I know exactly who my potential suitors are as we get closer to training camp. So there's Darlington, but a couple things to remember. Every team likes to carry about, what do you figure, five to seven million in cushion? A little bit more sometimes. Yeah, because Nine. now it's practice squad elevations. It's a little more complicated, but yeah, it's more in that seven to nine million neighborhood. It feels like the Patriots are a little high right now at, what, 16 or something yep. like that. But if you're Kansas City, you might need to get a Chris Jones deal done just to be able to get through the regular season in terms of all the elevations and moves that you would have to make. But if you're in New England, if you're Belichick, are you keeping a close eye on that sort of Chris Jones situation, knowing that that might be where the clock is really ticking and not Tennessee? Yeah. And and from Darlington, I, anytime someone says, this is not me reporting this, Leads me to believe somebody told him that but said you can't report this. Exactly. It's almost like it's the a Chris giveaway. Jones deal will get done. It's just a matter of what time and, and it's saying it differently. Whether it's the team saying, well, if we get Chris Jones done, then we might have a little more room for D Hop. Or if it's D Hop's representative saying, We already kind of came close to landing in Kansas City. If they can get this Jones deal done and lock up their finances moving forward. We might be going back to Kansas City at a more palatable deal. They might be able to meet us halfway. And not not the original deal. Right. Not what we want. Somewhere in the middle where I can fluff it up and it looks like I'm making decent money or close to OBJ money. I'm not going there for $2 million, but if you go to Kansas City for $10 million, it doesn't seem Plus so incentives. bad. There you go. The way, the, they, the way they did the Devontae Parker. Con- there you, you know, go. Could be worth as much as $33 million, including all incentives, which means he has to win the Nobel Peace Prize. All that. It's, it's silly how they can uh, make those deals that Fluff. way. Fluffo nutter. But that's where I'm starting to look now is if that Chris Jones deal starts to percolate, there's no way Bill Belichick doesn't at least have an idea as to what the quote-unquote magic number would be. Right, they got to have an idea as to what the what the Hopkins camp is looking for. Kind of like when you go on eBay or whatever, and you can bid or you can buy now. Yeah. He knows the buy now number exactly. He's just not and, willing to do it just and, yet. And every team in the league is of the oh yeah, we'll we'll put in a bid, but the best offers aren't in yet because Tennessee and New England they're not going to be moved by each other. There's got to be another team to, and that's what I think Hopkins is waiting for. But at some point, he might find, all right, it's August 21st. What am I going to do? Or what if he already has a deal and he just doesn't want to practice? He pulls a Brian Waters. Maybe they said that before. Like uh, that? You know what, though? But Fourier squashed all that crap going all the way back to 02. And Fourier was like, listen, I'm not D Hop. But Fourier said, Bill, here's how it's got to go for me in practice. And here's why. And Belichick was like, okay, we'll make it happen. Before he's told the story, trainer go up to him, go, you're down today. 
It's a take care of you day. You're down. Yeah, but you know what's if even he, better? But, you don't even show up until mid-August. But that's the thing. But if Bill is willing to work with guys like Fourier 20 years ago on oh, yeah. an amicable practice schedule, I don't think that's – unless Diop is just straight up, yeah, I'm going to roll out of bed the day after Labor Day and uh, and go sign with somebody. And I don't then think again, Bill would be opposed with that. No, I don't, I don't necessarily think so. But I wonder if that's where NFL teams go, hey, you know what? Week two. We'll wait until your money is not guaranteed because you made everybody wait. So there is risk on the other side, at least a little bit anyway. But it is fascinating. 